baby, it's cold outside. The welcome has How been lucky that you dropped so in. Nice Look out the window at the storm. My sister will be Gosh, your lips look my delicious. My brother will be there at the door. Waves upon the tropical shore. My maiden aunt's mind is Gosh, vicious. your lips are delicious. Well, maybe just a cigarette. Never more. such a blizzard before. But home. baby, you'd freeze out there. Say, lend me a car. It's up to your knees out there. Really I thrill when you touch my hair. How can you do this thing to me? Think of my lifelong If you got pneumonia and I get over that old out. Baby, it's cold. Baby, it's cold Good morning, it's 970 WAMD Aberdeen, and this is the Hartford Edge, keeping you on the cutting edge of what's new in Hartford County and beyond. I'm co-host Leslie Greenlee-Smith from the Hartford County Public Library, and that is Bob Mumby. The Hartford Edge is brought to you each week by your Hartford County Public Library. Today we'll be speaking with Steph Long Murphy, Assistant Branch Manager of Children's from the Bell L Library. Good morning, Bob. Also known as... Wild S. Steph Ritz. Yeah. <laughs> That's her rapper name. We'll get in more into that later. And I apologize for my voice. Good morning. Good morning. I'm not annoyed at much today. Good. Just a little. I'm peace. A little bit, though. Um, I'm annoyed at Baltimore City Schools. Ah, uh, I heard about um, that today. You know, everybody's got two string budgets. That's fine. But it's... Everyone knew this was coming. And it still happened. And I give uh, hats off to a, a young lady from Coppin State whose younger sister goes to Western High who has put up a GoFundMe page mm -hmm, mm -hmm. for space heaters mm -hmm. for the school system. And she's uh, raised over $41,000 already. It's a shame that it's it gotten to that. Um, but um, these kids don't deserve it. They do not deserve it. They're just... Trying to get by and get an education. So let's hope that gets fixed real soon. I hope so too. Alrighty, I'm done venting. Wow. I don't vent much. No school I'll, maybe buses I'll vent today? No. No school buses in oh. my way. Because every school bus in the county <laughs> takes the route to school that I take to this radio station. <laughs> it's a favorite topic of ours. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's, it's still so cute to watch the little kids with their all bundled up and waiting at the school bus but um no we will uh let's get right into it because we have uh, some news and we have a lot to talk to Steph about because I have I'm such a fan of what HCPL does in their kids and teen programs and we want to know all about it all right you ready for some trivia you want to start with that yeah I heard that Steph is really great at it <laughs> We shall see. Okay. <laughs> all right. Now, these questions, I want to say, in all fairness, were pulled from the Washington Times New Year's Trivia Challenge. Mm -hmm. Uh-oh. They're, they're, it's a good mix. Are they deducible? <laughs> you tell me after we're done. Okay. Where, who is considered the mascot of New Year's Eve? A baby. That's correct. Yes. Wow. Baby New Year. Steph, you're off to a good yes. start. Wow, I didn't know that. I'm glad you're here, Steph. 
Where does the New York City ball drop at midnight of New Year's Eve? Times Square. Yep. I went there once. Did, Did you? you? Uh-huh. But only once, right? Only once, and I was like, yeah, I'm good for life. Yeah. yeah. Was it before 9-11 or after? It was after 9-11, okay. so, so it was kind of intense. Lots of security. And, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and just a million people in 10-degree weather. <sighs> yeah. At least a few of them have been imbibing. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Um, you know, it's, it's just... I've never done it. Don't know. I don't know if it's on my bucket list. <clears throat> I know it's not on my Yeah, point. it's passed for me. It was at one point, but now I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. What is the ball dropped in New York City on New Year's Eve made of, specifically? So it's, we can't say an apple. No, you can't say an apple. What is the material the ball's made of? Um, glass. Close. Plexiglass? Very, very expensive glass. Fiberglass? Crystal. Steuben glass? Crystal. Crystal. What's the Steuben? brand name? Steuben? Waterford? Waterford. Good Waterford job. Crystal. We ham and egg that one, Steph. Yeah. <laughs> You're a good team. You may be back. <laughs> okay. What is the translation of the song title, Old Lang Syne? I know that. Tell us. I don't know. Old Long Since. Time Gone By. But the actual Middle English mm -hmm. is, is Old Long Since. You Ooh, stumped I, me. I, I one-upped the trivia question. Yeah, you should let you did. that newspaper know. That's right. I'm sending a letter to the editor. I don't know if it's Welsh or Middle English, but it's an old long since. There you go. I made a note of that, Bob. Okay. Okay. This concerns Italy and New Year's Eve. What red item of clothing do the people of Italy wear to bring good luck in the new year? Underwear. That's correct. I was joking. That's correct. That's correct. <laughs> I actually knew that. That's the only one that I was like 100% sure. Of all sure. of the ones, that's yeah. the one that you know. Yeah. Interesting. Yes. I know. What does that say about me? <laughs> On New Year's Day, what is the name of the famous parade held in California? Um, is it the Rose Parade? Yes. Proper name, Tournament of Roses Parade. Oh, okay. And then they play the Rolls Bowl after, which I understand this year was very exciting. You ladies are too young, but uh, when I was young, there were four bowl games. And now there's On New Year's Day? No, total. Oh, okay. Oh. Now there's 40. Mm -hmm. It was a big thing when the Fiesta Bowl, the fifth bowl, okay. was started. Now there's like the, you know, Vinny's Cleaners on Route 40 <laughs> Bowl. <you know? laughs> My dad actually called me and said my old alma mater, University of North Texas, was playing in a bowl game. And I was like, what bowl game? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> he said, I just saw it on the roster. So I was yeah, excited the, for him. The Jiffy Lube Bowl. Yes. Okay, who was the original host of the ABC show, New Year's Rockin' Eve? Dick Clark. That's correct. Is he still alive? I think he passed, he? Didn't did he? pass. But there were many years when he was still alive that people thought he was gone. But I think he is passed. Yes. Um, yeah, well, I think there were years when he was on that people think he was gone. <laughs> True. <laughs> and now Ryan Seacrest has taken the realm of that. Yeah. Busiest man in Hollywood. He's everywhere. He is. Yeah, um, I saw his, uh, his picture from when he was five years old. Very funny. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Why was it funny? It just, it was just it was funny. It was okay. comical. 
Okay, where is the largest New Year's Eve celebration held? Not Times Square. Not uh, in this country. Um, Rio. You got it. Wow. Copacabana Beach in Rio de Janeiro. Mm -hmm. I did not know that. Well, because they're always celebrating. <laughs> and true. it's summer for them. Oh, that's oh. true. It would be nice. I was thinking Sydney. but That was on the list. That was one of the multiple choices. That would have been good. What is the most common New Year's resolution? Lose weight. Self-improvement. Really? Self-improvement. That's fast. Okay. The so, gym was packed. I have Was one. it? Yes. <laughs> You're like, okay, all you... Wait until February. I it know. won't be so busy. Right, right. Well, I have some... Uh, during our education slash whatever, I'm, I have some great tweets from... Oh, uh, my, our, the your favorite lady. Amy <laughs> Dillon about that very... That very thing. Excellent. So. Now this is kind of related In to... In honor of New Year's, losing weight. <laughs> How long is the average lifespan of a New Year's Eve resolution? <laughs> um, days? Yeah. Like, no, months. No. Months? Oh, three? Less. Go ahead. Three? No, two. No. Less than a month. Oh, okay. Whoa. So, a couple weeks. Okay. So, you're, so you may not have to wait till the end of February, okay, Steph, nice. for your gym. <laughs> And then I have one that I did not know. What 1972, this is for you, Bob, movie block blockbuster took place on New Year's Eve? Totally random. What movie blockbuster took place on New Year's Eve? In 1972. In 1972. It's a disaster movie. Yes. The Poseidon. Yes! Oh my gosh, I knew you would know it! That's awesome! <laughs> is that the one where the ship flips upside down? Yes. 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 Okay. yes. And, <laughs> and they all go to the bottom. Yes. And in Mad Magazine, they did a spoof of it. They finally got to the bottom and the ship turned back over. <laughs> God, I love Mad Magazine. That's Shelley, all I have. Shelly Winters, Ernest Borgnine, Gene Hackman. And all the women had to get into their panties to climb to the Christmas tree. And to tree. swim, I, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> yes. That's the first thing I would do. <laughs> Just like if you ever discuss a strange noise in a horror movie. Yeah. Got to put on the negligee. Before I go down the steps. Yeah. Before I sudden death. <laughs> right. Yeah. With everyone in the movie theater screaming, no! Yeah. yeah. We, we just watched that. <laughs> oh, it is so full of cliches. <laughs> Red buttons. All um, right, you're up. Okay, I'm up. Let's do the New Year's Eve. Uh, our friend Amy Dillon. Um, she... Um, She's hilarious. She does some tweets, and I follow them. TV announcer. Are you bloated, tired, unable to enjoy the activities you once loved? Me with mouthful of chips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like her, too. <laughs> and then, I'm sorry, I didn't have these organized as I should. That's okay. I'll save half of this for later, I said. And we laughed and laughed and laughed. <laughs> I wanted to lose 10 pounds this year. Only 13 to go. <laughs> Entered what I ate today into my new fitness app, and it just sent an ambulance to my house. <laughs> and then 17 minutes into diet. I can't live like this. <laughs> I relate to all of them, sadly. How about you, Steph? <laughs> Some of then them, yes. <laughs> my gym schedule. Monday, cardio. Tuesday, intense weight training. Wednesday, aerobics, dynamic strength training. Thursday, three-year break. <laughs> 
And she had one that is not, it's a little macabre, but I think it's one of the funniest things I ever read. Um, the saddest part about self-driving cars will be all the times people die mid-trip, and then your dinner guests or the pizza guy will arrive dead. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. I never thought about that. Don't you love her? <laughs> That's great. And then uh, uh, her last one. I don't yeah. trust Muslims. They have some funny beliefs and customs. He said while dragging a pine tree into his living room for some reason. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh that's good. I love people with normal senses of humor. Yes. She gives us a good laugh every week. Um, yes, and we'll keep doing it. Okay, education. Why are there holes in a pen cap? Why are there holes in a pen cap? In case a child swallows it. Very good. Yes. Or anybody. Yeah, anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Probably more likely my brother, but yeah, a child. <laughs> wow, I did not know that. Mm -hmm. Yep, because the air, Brilliant. It, yeah. it, it's, it, it's, it's amazing. And I bet they get swallowed all the time. Oh, I'm sure they do. You know? Yeah. And we've done this before, but Steph is, I think Steph is up to this. Okay. No one's ever gotten this. Oh, no. Why is there fabric when you buy a new so you can test the fabric with your softener and whatever to make sure it's not going to bleed First or person. First person to Brilliant. get it. I'll get you a sticker for the day. Thanks. I know lots <laughs> of random stuff. Why do they put the hole in a soda can tab? Don't know that one. It's so you can put the straw in it. Oh, to hold it in place? Nobody does that. Nobody does that. <laughs> they, except on dates. So they don't, you know. Hit yourself right in, your in the eye. eye. Poke <laughs> themselves in the eye on it. Okay, well, that was very good. That was really good. Okay, well, um, ah, no, we're not going to do that one. Are you sure? Well, why is there the little pocket in a jean? It was for pocket watches back in the day, right? Yep. Absolutely correct. Staff, you are on fire. And then there are four other things over the years that it's been called. At first, it was called a watch pocket. Okay. Can you, can you guess? Ooh. A coin uh, pocket? Yep. Okay. Knife pocket? Mm, no. No. Uh, ticket pocket. In case you. Oh, okay. So you didn't get your tickets. A condom pocket. I was gonna say that, but I didn't mm. want to sound inappropriate. Well, don't worry. <laughs> I took care of that. And a matchbook pocket. Oh, interesting. So Steph was four for four there. Oh no, she didn't get the soda can. Yeah, I didn't get the soda can. But hey, I am impressed. Very uh, much. Can you be on every week? Sure. Okay. <laughs> Okay, um, uh, so we're going to do some news, and then we're going to get to a break, and then we're going to go talk about great things. Um, the weather, the cold. Um, actually, it's, 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 it's been very dangerous, and I, I noticed today that I just had to bring this up, that um, um, the county, who has been doing a great job um, keeping the roads safe, they did. Um, they were featured in an article by David Anderson, who's a, one of our great reporters for the Aegis and the Sun. And um, uh, the high, uh, county spokesman Cindy Mumby, um, who I happen to know, said, "Our crews work very hard. Just because the road looks clear doesn't mean there might not be ice. So please be careful." And I just made a note. Um, I have to mention that. Do as Cindy says, not as she does. Uh-oh. <laughs> I told her I was going to do that. She said, okay, fine. You don't have to fret for the rest of the day. Yes. Have her to Grace. Didn't have a good week. Oh, 
they, for some reason, I'm sure, I'm not sure, I'm mm -hmm. assuming it was a good reason, they decided not to host the, um, um, some of the events for the Bassmasters. Really? I yes. I heard that. Okay. Yes. Luckily, uh, there's at Hartford and the county and our good friends in Edgewood mm -hmm. and Joppa stepped up and it's going to be hosted at Flying Point Park right oh, on the wow. Bush River, right across okay. from the Anita Sea Light Estuary Center. Um, and the, the Bassmasters tournament is going to be great for the county. It's covered on ESPN, Sports, Sports Illustrated. Um, the main events and weigh-ins are going to be at uh, Ripken Stadium, Lido's Field at Ripken Stadium, I should say. Um, the other thing is there was a water main leak, so they thought, that's been discussed for days at Havre de Grace City Council, and they searched for 36 hours for a suspected leaking water main. Um, they said they've lost about 50,000 gallons an hour. Um, the crews were out listening, um, uh, checked valves, looked along streams and into storm drains in an effort to find the source of the leak. And um, luckily they found out yesterday that um, it was just a, a frozen gauge. They hadn't lost any water. Oh, wow. Huh. Um, so... Good for them. Yeah. <laughs> After sorry, the fact, good for them. <laughs> um, a little shout out to, um, do you know uh, Lenora? Um, Lenora Robinson? I do not. She works community services. Okay. She's one of the main people behind um, Hope for the Homeless. And, okay. Um, just wanted to give her a shout out to her today. It was her 70th birthday and they gave her a surprise birthday party. And um, she is one of the folks in this county um we know a few of them that spend all their time doing very little time mm -hmm. talking mm -hmm. and hats off to you lenora happy birthday amen um and that that's it on the uh, on the news uh I, I do want to say one other thing um we have what appears to be uh, a a real um a real jerk I won't say his name because it hasn't been adjudicated yet for a sexual harassment of uh, a minor who was uh, a recruit for the, the correction center. And I just want to say that this is, may be the second or third time, it always happens, uh, where there was an issue with uh, an employee of the uh, Harford County Sheriff's Office. And each time, unfailingly, the sheriff's office has responded immediately they haven't attempted to sugarcoat it they haven't attempted to delay it push under the rug uh put uh put a spin on it uh bury it and you know when we have a lot of our public agencies in this uh, all around the country that often lose sight of what's important especially when it comes to people who are being victimized for whatever reason um, um, I just wanted to give a shout out to the, the whole team, Sheriff Jeff and his whole team, because you can't fake that. You, you, you just follow what happens when these things come out and they act immediately. Mm -hmm. they do the um, right thing. and I, I think a lot of organizations can learn from that, that for whatever reasons, just, uh, sit and watch and let 
people who are being hurt keep being hurt. So hats off to them. Definitely. Well, we're going to take a little break. When we come back, we'll be talking with Steph Long Murphy, Assistant Branch Manager for Children's in, at, from the Bel Air Library. Harford County Public Library's Winter Reading Program, Eat, Drink, Read, begins December 21st and runs through March 3rd. Adults and teens may sign up for the Winter Reading Program starting December 21st by logging on to hcplonline.org or visiting a local library. Adults are encouraged to read or listen to at least five books. Teens should read or listen to three. Upon successful completion, participants will receive this year's Eat, Drink, Read collectible mug while supplies last. Sponsors of the 2018 Winter Reading Program are Advanced Eye Care, Schaefer, McLaughlin, and Stover, LLC, friends of the Harford County Public Library and Harford County Public Library Foundation. For more information about the Winter Reading Program, log on to hcplonline.org or pick up a copy of the Headlines and Happening newsletter at any of the library's branches. Welcome back. I'm co-host Leslie Greenlee-Smith from the Hartford County Public Library, and that is Bob Mumby. And this is the Hartford Edge. We're so delighted to have Steph Long Murphy, Assistant Branch Manager for Children at Bel Air Library, in the studio with us today. And we have so much to talk about, Steph. Steph's library career, <clears throat> excuse me, started as... I made you service. read this because I know you're having trouble talking this I know, morning. thank you. <laughs> thank you, thank you. You know, I'm delighted to talk about your background because you have such amazing experience and we're lucky to have you um, with the Hartford County Public Library System. Thank you. Um, you started your career as a teen services library associate, associate in 2008. And then by 2012, you had earned your MLS and jumped into Children's Services at Frederick County Public Libraries. During this time, Steph helped design a 400-square-foot early literacy space known as Farm City and founded her library's STEM Lab, which has expanded to three more libraries. Steph was named by the ALSC to the American Library Association 2015 Class of Emerging Leaders. And she was also chosen as a recipient of the 2015 ALSC Penguin Young Readers Group Award. Stephanie is the current president of the Maryland Library Association's Leadership Development Division and a recent graduate of the Maryland Library Leadership Institute. Steph currently works as an assistant branch manager overseeing children's services in the Bel Air Library's newly renovated department. Welcome, Steph, and thank you so much for coming in on this cold morning. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Of course. Well done. Hey. <laughs> and if I, if you could see it, Leslie's <laughs> chair just lost its hydraulics. So I was looking at a blank wall instead of her head for a second there. <laughs> hey, I did pretty well by not letting it. Yeah. That was pretty good. You could, uh, you know, that's some pretty good concentration. Thank you. Um, Stephanie, uh, Steph. Uh, we'll do your rapper names later. Okay. Uh, it's great to have you here. Um, Thank you. Where, are you, where, where are you from? I grew up in Hagerstown. Okay. Um, I live in Hanover, Pennsylvania right now. Pretzels. Yes. Yes. My husband actually works for Snyder's Lance, the pretzel oh company. Gosh. Oh, I was going to say Snyder's. Yep. Um, Samples, love pretzels. please. Next yes. Let's see what I can do. I love yes. pretzels, too. They're my oh, favorite. They're so good. Oh. Pretzels and cheese mm -hmm. I could live on. Yes. So, uh, and where'd you go to school? Um, I did my undergrad at Brigham Young University and then grad at Clarion in Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, Brigham, so you had a, 
you went from Hagerstown to to Utah. Um, actually, Idaho. They have a campus in Idaho. Oh, really? Yeah, so I went to Idaho. Oh, wow. Yep. It's beautiful up there with the big sky, they say. Yes, very different, but very, very beautiful out there. Great. Yeah. Great. And uh, you, um, you ended up, um, you started right out in teen services. Is this... Mm-hmm. Uh, is, is this something you planned uh, as far as teens and kids services? It is not. Um, when I graduated from BYU, I wanted to be a journalist, and I worked at a newspaper for a little bit. And then um, that was in 2007 when things were starting to tank, and I ended up being laid off. And so I got a part-time job at the library because uh, I found out you know, they would take people with any kind of a background. Um, and I somehow talked my way into the teen services job. Um, they actually didn't give me an interview. I called and convinced HR to give me an interview. Um, and then I fell in love with it, and it became my passion and decided, you know, if I'm going to do this, I need to get my master's, and I just kind of went from there. Oh, so, I, I mean, I love how you how you got the job. Yes. Um, which means that uh, we're going to talk about this later. We wanted some advice for you on... Um, I always ask Mary this as well when she after a new project like building the Havana Grace Library. What what do you know now that you wish you knew at the beginning of this project? Just like building out this new space at the Bel Air Library. But let's talk generally first. Um, and I think hats off to ACPL because they're always been at the forefront of this. What children's services and early development. Um, at public libraries and institutions, I don't think folks realize how impactful these are for kids, especially kids that need it most when it comes to interaction and education, vocabulary, etc. Just talk about that as far as what it means, kids services in general. I think that the library is in a very unique position that we are able to offer many different types of learning opportunities for children in a more informal environment than maybe when they're at school. Um, and we're able to give them opportunities that they might not have otherwise. So we have like a 3D printer and many kids might not get to experience seeing one, let alone creating something on it. And we give them that experience when they come in and we guide them through, we teach them and it's free, which I think is the best thing about the library is that it's open to anyone um, and we do not charge for anything. I think we play a very vital role in a lot of children's lives. Um, I know it impacted my life. I went to the library growing up every week with my four brothers. My mom would take us. Um, yeah, I just think we do a really important things with lots of different types of education. Oh, so excuse me for a second. You, you have four brothers. I do. They're all older than me. No. Yeah. <laughs> and we're wondering why you're able to talk yourself into jobs yeah. and you're so right. quick on your feet. Yeah. She's a <laughs> You are well-tempered steel, <laughs> Steph. <laughs> um, well, yeah, that's amazing because I, uh, Boys and Girls Club is one of my passions, and mm-hmm. um, uh, and we, you know, we do host Head Start sessions, mm-hmm. but we don't take them till a few years later. And uh, I've done some work with the kids here in this in the studio on the board, and and you realize, I mean, you're sitting with five kids that all have a lot of needs, mm-hmm. maybe some impairments, certainly some challenges, and it's impossible for them to get that kind of proctoring and attention and sense of belonging in the school system. Mm-hmm. Nothing against the school system. No. They do a great job. Mm-hmm. And to see what 
your programs uh, do for these kids. I mean, I, I, I mean, it's, I'd probably say, you know, it, it saves a lot of kids' lives because there's sense of belonging, mm -hmm. things like that. Because whenever I'm at the library, I'll always look in or I tried to play at Schooner Cove once and they, <laughs> they, they, they threw me out. <laughs> but uh, but uh, that, that must be great. Uh, it is. I feel sometimes kind of... Uh, spoiled because every day I feel like I have an impact on someone's lives and that makes me feel good um, and that makes me feel spoiled that I'm able to and I have this opportunity to do that and that's why I do what I do yeah and it's great to have such a great team around you yes and above you mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. that puts such a premium on this and and makes it happen instead of talking about it yes so tell us about uh, the new space so the new space has been open for just over a year. Um, it's a great space that incorporates all different types of learning. You know, we still have our traditional books that are the cornerstone of what we do. Um, but we also have a really fun play area for kids that encourages imaginative play. You know, we have the livery where they can learn about horses and engineering. We have the market where they can learn about, you know, groceries and calculating cost and things we have a post office so we have all of these spaces that give them an opportunity to play like I played when I was a child um, that's what I think about like I played house mm -hmm. all these things with my brothers and I'm not sure lots of kids necessarily get that experience anymore today and we offer that in the space which I think is one of the best things that we do and we have our streamworks which is our maker space which offers some more of that high-tech stuff um, you know, the 3D printer. We even offer sewing, which has been super popular. Um, engineering classes, coding. So we kind of cover all ages and all spectrums of what people might be interested in or what they're able to do. Um, Carly's Bikes. Yes. What's that? Um, so we had a staff member in our department, um, Carly Bastiansen, who passed away in November from pancreatic cancer. Um, and she was quite young, my age, and we wanted to do something to honor her memory. And she was in charge of our learning and sharing collection, which um, we call the orange bags, basically all of the fun toys that we check out that aren't books. Um, she was very passionate about accessibility and giving children opportunities that they might not have otherwise. So we felt that balanced bikes would be a good way to honor her. And balanced bikes are bikes that get you ready for a normal bike. They teach you how to balance and how to move on a bicycle. Um, and they're pretty expensive, and a lot of families probably can't afford to, you know, shell out 100 bucks for a kid who's going to use it for a month or two. Um, and so we were able to purchase these bikes in her honor. And they have been – we actually haven't had any checked in since we put them out. That's true. So And they don't popular. have pedals. They don't have oh, pedals. Oh, no, that's another yeah. thing they threw me off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, God bless you, Carly. You're still making a difference. Yes. Absolutely. And the, 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 is it Little Leapers now or Leap Kits or both? <laughs> both, yeah. Okay. So we have the Little Leapers, which are for the younger kids, like preschool-aged. Um, and then we have the Leap Kits, which are for the older kids. So the contents are just different depending on the age. But we still have lots of Leap Kits. We have robotic ones. Um, for older kids, we have, you know, I Want to Be... Um, a paleontologist for younger kids, or I want to be a nurse. Astronaut. Astronaut you know, is a new really one. Really popular yeah. one, too. Yes. Well, it's funny. Uh, Halloween, um, a little girl came, and she had a stethoscope um, mm -hmm. on. 
and at the, to the door. Okay. And I said, oh, are you a doctor? And her mother said, thank you. <laughs> You're the first homeowner that hasn't said, are you a nurse? Uh, you know, wow. Yeah. Um, and, and nurses, we need more nurses yes. because we don't do enough to, to train people technically for it. But I, I, I love that. Um, again, it's this hands-on thing. And, and this was... HCPO was at the forefront yes. on this. Absolutely. They've been doing it, um, I want to say, since the 70s. They started lending out things besides books, and it's just grown from there. You can check out puppets, toys, sensory toys, too, um, American Girl dolls, superhero backpacks, all of these different uh, leap kits, board games. Mm -hmm. You can check out instruments now. The bicycles, like the list just goes on and on, and we keep adding things, which I think makes us very unique but is really cool because I know when I was younger, I always wanted an American Girl doll, and we could never afford it. And so it's cool to think that now these kids that maybe they can't afford it, they can at least experience that for a short time. And uh, I don't want to put you on the spot, but yeah. isn't a number in, in the – it was two years ago in the, in the second year of Little Leapers – it was already in the thousands, mm -hmm. but people, uh, how many yep. have been oh, checked yeah. out? Yep. Mm -hmm. There's usually a waiting list for mm -hmm. a lot of those pieces. Yeah, and we typically never have American Girl dolls checked mm -hmm. in. The instruments have been very popular. Mm -hmm. The leap kits have been very, very popular. Mm -hmm. so. uh, and, um, well, I'm, I'm at the Bel Air and have the Grace Library all the time, and especially when I'm in Bel Air, it's amazing the hum of activity and the energy in that building. And and I always say, I mean, these kids, where would they be right now? Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Where would they be? Um, thank God we have, you know, boys and girls clubs and some other excellent programs. Um, but you, you look at it and you look at the supervision. Uh, you, you look at how, how clean everything is and, and how well the kids... Uh, Talk about that a minute. You seem to do a great job of setting expectations for kids on how they're going to behave and interact. What is the secret sauce there? <laughs> um, that have to do with the four brothers? Yeah. No. <laughs> um, I think the secret is that we, we're not super strict, but we do have some guidelines. And when a kid maybe is running a lot, we go up to them and say, hey, you know, can you please not run? Use your walking feet. We just don't want you to run into anybody or hurt yourself. So we kind of approach it in that less confrontational, not so much like I'm your mother yelling at you type of a way. Mm -hmm. um, but I also think people respect the library in general, and they know that, you know, this is a fun place, but also a place that we need to behave and respect. Um, and they're also, their parents are there and help guide them in right behavior. Mm -hmm. So, And I think that is what I see in a lot of our programs and the story times. And mm -hmm. I took a class that tests. Steph taught with the group um, about story time and the science behind it. And it's not just sitting down reading. Um, there's a lot that goes into it. You guys do a ton of prep work for all of these programs. They don't just happen like that. And one of the aspects that you always focus in on is training and teaching the parents so they can do it at home. So making them a part of this whole learning experience. And I think that's absolutely invaluable. Not everyone's born a good parent. They don't know 
what to do. So I, yeah. that is my big takeaway from a lot of our programs is mm-hmm. incur- in engaging the parents so they can learn to do this at home. Yeah, we try to model the correct behavior, whether it's in story time or giving them tips on how to teach a literacy skill or something or reinforce something. And we do it in a more informal way, mm-hmm. um, which I think is really important. Um, and I think we should be those mentors and those examples for the community about this is how you can help your kids because that's really learn to read yeah or, you know or you know learn something repetition is important those sorts mm-hmm. of things um we have a unique role that we're able to touch the parents because in school the teacher doesn't always get to see the parent but we see the parents mm-hmm. so and i remember reading about a study in west virginia i think it was because uh, they do a lot of um uh, training caregivers mm-hmm. and guardians who are often very pressed for time, mm-hmm. very pressed for resources, often don't have a lot of experience in, the, in their life uh, having been able to model mm-hmm. good caregiving and parenting behavior. And the results were like amazing. Like the vocabularies for like five and six year old was like quintuple kids who were just in this parent uh, uh, beneficiaries, this parent mentoring mm-hmm. program. Mm-hmm. And and then the ripple there is, I mean, this kid is no longer behind the eight ball yep. as he, go, he or she goes further through the education system, further ostracized, further discouraged, uh, whatever. I mean, it's, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's great. Uh, tell us about how children's is is it um, children's services and teen services? Or are they under one thing? Or? They're under two different umbrellas, but really we have a youth service coordinator who oversees the teens and the children. In each branch, or is it for the system? System wide, but then in each branch, there's somebody that oversees the children's place, and then usually the teen person is with the adult. Um, head of adult services. But we do work hand-in-hand with the teen librarian a lot for different programs and for, like, crossover programs for that tween age and things like that. And a lot of the programs and policies, et cetera, are are shared among... Exactly. We share programs, we share ideas, policies, all of those things. Um, There's no point in duplicating work. Um, and so we like to talk a lot and share with each other our successes and our failures and things like that. And you guys have a regular meeting, like it's a structured. Yeah, once we have a month. meetings once a month. Um, the children's people meet, the teen people meet, uh, and then you know we have like an early literacy committee that meets every month to talk about our early literacy initiatives. Um, we have a summer reading committee that mm-hmm. meets because we're constantly planning summer reading. Mm-hmm. So we have lots of groups that meet to make sure that we're meeting the needs of our customers. Um, that, that, that's great. And I, um, I have to ask you because, uh, this fairy tale festival coming mm-hmm. up, which is a week from today. Yes, it is. Okay. All day at the Bel Air Library. Yes. <clears throat> and, um, one of the things that caught my eye was, uh, the three little pigs. Your, yes. <laughs> your, um. You're recreating the Three Little Pigs with building and STEM? Yes. Um, I think that's one of the coolest things about the Fairy Tale Festival is that you're able to connect classic stories with (coughs) fun challenges. So the Three Little Pigs um, will read this story, and I think a lot of people know the story. And then we'll challenge the kids to build their own house. Um, 
that is as strong as they can that can withstand the big bad wolf, which is a floor fan that we have. Um, and we put it up against the houses, and then we see what happens, and then we talk about um, the things that worked and the things that did not work, and why do we think things went the way they did, and how could we improve them, and then we let them improve them. Um, so it's a learning process for them, but it's also just a really fun activity where you're incorporating that literacy element with the science element. That's awesome. But don't you think there should be some consequences for the kid who throws up a house of straw and then goes and plays? <laughs> I mean, where's the lesson there? You know, I don't care how bad my house is. I'll go to my Dutch brother's house when, when the going gets rough. But, you know, that's not, that's kind of smart in a way, though, you know? <laughs> really? Um, yeah. And God forbid the wolf figures out that he can do other than things other than blowing yep. as a means of raising these houses. Yeah. But I digress. Uh, <laughs> So talk more about this fairy tale festival. I love this idea. Yeah, so the, um, the fairy tale festival started last January, um, and it was such a great success that we're doing it again. Um, and so it's next Friday, January 12th, all day. Um, and it actually happens to be the birthday of Charles Perrault, which was a French man who really started the fairy tale movement. He took folk tales and turned them into fairy tales and started writing them down. Um, so it's also to honor him. So we have lots of things going on, um, but I think one of the most popular things are our local celebrity readers that are going to be coming um, and reading some of their fairy tales, favorite fairy tales. Um, so we have people like Barry Glassman, Angela Rose, Chad Schrodes, um, Richard Slutsky, Mary, our CEO, is going to be there, mm -hmm. um, Susan Burdett, Jesse Bean, Lyle Sheldon, Mike Perrone, just lots of local celebrities are going to come um, and read their favorite fairy tales, and then we're going to do different activities that relate to the fairy tales. Um, and is that open to everyone? It I is. I'd love to be able to fly on a wall for that. Yeah, it is open to everyone. It actually happens to be a half day of school as well, um, which is pretty exciting for us. We try and do that a lot when yeah. it's a half day of school, have extra activities at the library so the kids have somewhere to go. Yeah, because we, of course, are busier when school's out. And we're going to be live streaming this on Facebook, so... Okay. Um, be sure and check it out there. And this is at the Bel Air branch. Yes. At our Bel Air library. How come we haven't heard of Charles Perrault, but we've heard of Lindsay Lohan? <laughs> One of the injustices or, of our world. Yes. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> One of the many. Just not right. You don't have to think much when you watch Lindsay Lohan, though, you know? So. Mm -hmm. No. You have to have bad feelings of despair for the future of our society but exactly. you don't have to think much yeah. <laughs> so tell us about planning this um what, what is it called is it on it's the pergola it's the new children's center what is it it's the early literacy center is what the space is called but it's the children's department if you want to be technical about it um and the stories will be read under the pergola which is in the main area okay. which is a white pergola um so tell us about planning it. Okay. You um, had a blank sorry. canvas. Yeah, um, and that's what I really love about working at HCPL is that they give us a lot, a lot of opportunities to really plan things and make things our own. Um, and so last year went so well that we used kind of the same model for this year, but we started planning back in the fall, um, finding the celebrity readers, deciding which books would be best, because not all books are actually going to work reading them to children. So you have to think about that. Some might be too long or not as interesting. 
so we're getting all the books together, um, all of the different activities, like the three little uh, pigs, the gingerbread man thing. Last year we did Humpty Dumpty, so we look for all of those activities. You know, we're going to have a green screen, so we plan ahead what's going to be on the green screen. Are we going to dress up, which is one of my favorite parts. So I was going to ask you what character you're going to be this year. Have you decided? I haven't decided. I was Alice in Wonderland last year. Okay. Um, but I'm not sure yet. Okay. Well, if you want to butter up the boss, be a Disney princess or there a pirate. <laughs> yeah. I, I heard that um, Belle may be making an appearance. Yes. Yes. So. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. <laughs> I think I'm gonna I'm gonna be there that day as well. I think I'm gonna be You're a gonna pirate. A pirate? I think there so. You go. That's oh, that, what that, I have. That's <laughs> what we're gonna do next next week. I have a pirate name generator, just like oh. let's we do have it. A rap name because generator. I will come here in my pirate outfit because then I'm leaving here and going right to the fairy tale festival. There you go. So I must be dressed and ready that's to perfect. go. Quick two trivia's. Did you know who uh, Johnny Depp models the character Jack? Sparrow. I do. After. Some music. Yep. Steven Tyler. Keith Richards. Keith Richards. Keith Richards. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Uh-huh. He and does it very well. Yes. <laughs> Indeed. When you think about it. Yes. And did you know that Hump- Humpty Dumpty, Humpty Dumpty, huh. easy for me to say, <laughs> um, was never mentioned as an egg really? in the nursery rhyme. Interesting. He was never mentioned as an egg. But he just became an egg. Or the illustration. Yeah, I bet that's probably what it was. Mm-hmm. The first illustration probably had him as an egg, and then we just took that on as what we think. Uh-huh. Huh. But it makes sense. I mean, eggs crack easily. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah but but you think about it, why, why you know, all these government right. resources, king's soldiers, king's men, right. trying right. to put an egg back together. Well, see, that's... That's one thing with fairy tales, though. Folk tales are more um, believable in a sense, whereas fairy tales really added that mis- magical element, fantasy element. So it would kind of make sense to pick something quite absurd, like an egg, I would mm-hmm. think, you know? Yeah, or like a woman making a deal with Rumpelstiltskin. Yes. <laughs> to give yes. her his first, her firstborn. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> That you read as a child and think nothing of it. And, and then, then you get older, older and, and you're like, like, this stuff is messed up. Wow. <laughs> like this Hansel and Gretel, you poor kids. <laughs> that's, that's pretty yeah. Yeah. But, I, I, you know, it's, it's interesting, the, the history of that, because it's like Coach Slutsky. Um, he, he's a, an expert and an avid uh, follower of uh, Native American cultures and traditions, particularly the Hopi Indians and the Aztec and, and Pueblo in the Southwest. And he carves these Kachina dolls. And um, they were really as a means of socializing and educating girls because there was no other structure for it. And that was a structure around which in these earlier societies they were at least attempting um uh, to do that so mm-hmm. it's 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 really it's just interesting how this has evolved but i'm going to remember mr perot his name is perot 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 i believe i'm not yes. good with my french i believe it is okay and we have added so many more readers this yes. year i mean we sent out a call for readers and almost we filled the schedule up like that so i think it's only going to grow and grow mm-hmm. every year yeah Maybe we'll have a fairy tale weekend at some point. Well, that would be fun. <laughs> yeah, and there was a late uh, 
there was a late uh, substitution, and or Mary is going to be yes. the gingerbread she man. Is. Yes, at one fifteen. Yep. And okay. we forgot to mention uh, Major General Taylor oh, thank will you. be there um, reading his favorite fairy tale. And this is the first time he has joined us at this event, so. Yes. Um, Everyone is really looking forward to it, both customers and the celebrity readers. So. And, and what is Streamworks on that? I see with major. Yeah, um, so Streamworks is the makerspace which focuses on the science, technology, reading, engineering, arts, and math education. So depending on the book that the person chooses, following will be an activity related to that book up in Streamworks that is somehow science-based. So like the Gingerbread Man story, um, there's going to be a ginger man boat building contest to try and get a gingerbread across the, the water without drowning because it's related to the book. So That's it. great. That's yeah. the work that goes into this. I mean, it really mm -hmm. is a lot of work. Talk a little bit about the beam. Yes. Um, so That's we, something new at the library. Yeah, and it's very, very popular. Uh -huh. um, we have this really nice new projection system called a beam. It projects down from the ceiling onto a floor, and it has different games that the children are able to play. Um, so, for example, there's the simplest one would be bubbles. So bubbles start appearing on the floor, and the children step on them to pop them. Then there's, like, ice they hockey. They get points for it. Yeah, they get points, and they can challenge each other. You would love it. Yeah. You um, would love it. The parents the, often the, want There to is do now it. a puff of smoke in my chair because I'm <laughs> in my car driving yes, to the Bel Air Library. There's a soccer game. There's ice hockey. Yeah, is there so a piano fun. keyboard? By there is. Yeah. It's not as cool as big, but there is a, like a xylophone that you can step on to make music. Um, it's really cool. There's soccer, and you go around the world to different places and play different countries. Oh my god! It's, it's really, really fun. Cool. Like the kids love it, and it's a, it's a good workout. And too. adults love it. And adults love it. Yeah. I've seen adults Mary can... go to town on that beam. Yes. <laughs> oh, so adults are allowed to use it too? Yeah. Uh -huh. as, you know, as long as it's not too crowded, I'm like definitely play with it. I know we enjoy it. Play with your child. You know, we encourage that. Today so. at the gym, like it's a workout. I was sweating the first yes. time I played. Oh yeah, I could imagine doing Flight of the Bumblebee yeah. on. Uh, I, was, I, was <laughs> I want one in my house. There it will be so bruises. Fun. It's fun exercise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's so. What does it sense? Your movement. Yeah. Okay. So it uses basically a typical projector hooked up to some special computer that has a sensor that comes down, that comes down from the ceiling onto this white floor. So if the beam is on a certain pixel, the beam is broken. It knows that that's where your hand or foot is. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Yeah. And we are one of the first libraries on the East Coast to have it. I mean, Naturally. of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. I always joke with, with Mary that, you know, I'll see some program that the library is, Hartford County Public Library is rolled out, and it'll say, yeah, the, uh, the beta institutions <laughs> yes. on this was, you know, the Los Angeles County Library System, the, uh -huh. the, 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 the Greater Chicago Library System. Yep. Atlanta Library System and Harford County Library. Yes, it's true. That's why I wanted to work here. Mm -hmm. Get to do lots of new, exciting things. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and which is great because it, I, I, I know that these programs count on the Harford County Library to help debug mm -hmm. programs mm -hmm. for other smaller library systems yes. mm -hmm. throughout the country. Mm -hmm. Although we're not that small, we have, what do we have? Twelve branches. Eleven branches. Eleven branches. Mm -hmm. Four point seven million in circulation. Mm -hmm. Even though circulation doesn't means a whole different thing now than it, it used is to, right? Online, yes. 
it encompasses everything. Yeah, what's checked out, basically. But that's a huge number. For yes. 194,000 registered borrowers in a county of 250,000. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. yeah. And the, kid, the, the summer reading program didn't have over 17,000. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think this year is going to be even bigger. Mm -hmm. We're already like working furiously on it. Yeah. Basically, we start back up in September yes. planning next year. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. this is unbelievable. I love this. Um, and hats off to you, Steph. Thank and you. to you, Leslie, and to Mary, and great team. I always, um, I'm always impressed at the service. Um, when you go into the library, uh, everyone there is trained. They never lose sight of the customer experience, the borrower experience. And um, I always say, I, I was I had a meeting because sometimes if I'm going to have a quiet business meeting, um, I'll do it up uh, like on the third floor in the library, the the Maryland room or the whatever it is. Yeah, it's a perfect place for that. Um, but I noticed these placards on the table. It says, don't put your stuff away. Mm -hmm. And I first said, oh, that's nice. But then I re and then it said, we well, want to know what you're using, mm -hmm. which yep. is the best market research yep. you could do. You'd, instead of asking people what they use, mm -hmm. because they'll tell you, oh, I took out, you know, War and Peace. And, right, yeah. right. You know. <laughs> really, and, it was Lindsay Lohan's biography. Right. Or, <laughs> You know, a Rubik's Cube. And yeah. <laughs> okay, well, why don't we skip the news? Okay. See if Steph will stick around with us. So okay. we, Please we can, do. We're going to, uh, uh, we have some library events we want to talk about. Then we'll we do, do some rap names. We do. We have some great things coming up. As Steph was talking about earlier on uh, Friday, January 12th at the Bel Air Library, all day we have the Fairy Tale Festival. We um, are featuring celebrity story time readers. We have, um, some delightful crafts, some activities for all ages, technology fun, everything kind of wrapped up into one exciting day at the Bel Air Library. So join us then. Um, on Friday, January 5th, our Joppa Library from 9.30 to, to 10.30 is um, featuring a morning Zumba class, which is something that's becoming very popular. Um, for many of our branches, we are featuring fitness classes and, um, you know, not just for the new year. We've been doing this all year long, um, but it's a great way to try out a new program, um, a new exercise program to jumpstart your, your rhythm and your, um, exercise program. And it's all free at the library. So it's a wonderful opportunity. Um, on the flip side of that, um, at our Norrisville Library on Saturday, January 6th, from 1 to 3, we have a sit and knit. And that <coughs> is um, just a congregation of fellow knitters. They sit in a relaxed library environment. They talk about knitting. They share ideas. I'm sure they talk about their families. I'm sure it's a little bit of therapy for people, um, and it's a great opportunity um, these people are expert knitters, so if you'd like to learn how to knit, I would drop in and chat with them. They love to teach and share their knowledge. Um, and then in Whiteford, on Tuesday, January 9th, from 6 to 7 p.m., we have the North Harford Middle School Art Show Reception, which is another great thing. We, we partner with a lot of our local schools, and um, we'll have a reception for beautiful pieces of art that the middle schoolers have done. And... Um, It'll be on display through January 31st. Library hours, stop in and see it. 
again, another great partnership that the library um, does with the school. And North Harford, the staff, principal and staff up there are great mm -hmm. uh, because there is a big need for kids uh, uh, to be occupied mm -hmm. after school mm -hmm. uh, up there. And uh, the school and the library are, play a big role. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and then an interesting one that I may try and go to is Thursday, January 11th from 6.30 to 7.30 at our Joppa Library. It's a hot drink mixology class. Um, it's the perfect time for you to learn about coffee, espresso, cocoa, and other hot drinks, um, things you can make at home. You can take home recipes. We're going to have some sampling there um, and learn how to just hack your home coffee making process and see what you can do that's different for this winter. And that's supported by our Joppa Friends of Harford County Public Library, which all of our branches have very strong and vitally important friends groups that support so many programs that we do. So I just want to shout out to them for, you know, just the amazing work they do. Well, I, I want to unite that hot drink program with the bean. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good idea. The, op, the possibilities are endless. Yes. We could have a YouTube channel. We could. You really could, Bob. You really need to check that out. You would love, love, love that bean. I am going to check I it know, out. I know. I know. And they're going to have to throw me out of it. So they're going to be pushing kids out of the way. Okay, we have two minutes left. So, as promised or threatened, uh, I, someone sent me a rap name generator, and uh, I'll, I'll keep it clean, but I looked up myself and Steph and Leslie and Mary Hassler, and are you interested in knowing I am so yes. your rap names, especially since Steph is a rapper of sorts? Are you going to rap for us, Steph? I could do one, maybe one or two lines. I'll throw it down then. Okay. You'll yeah. throw it down? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what the cool kids say. I don't know. <laughs> you sounded cool when you said it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm Cossacks to that. Oh, I mean hip. What is it? Ah. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, well, then let's start with Steph. Okay. Miss, Ritz, Miss Ritzy Steffi S. <laughs> That's a good one. That's cute. Uh, uh -huh. Steffi M. Spin, a.k.a. Lazy Honey. Oh, Lazy Honey. I like that. <laughs> um, and then uh, S. Tef. Wild S. Steph Ritz. Naughty Steph M. Flip. <laughs> and Lovely Steph M., a.k.a. Legal Sugar. Legal. I like Lazy Honey and Legal Sugar. Yeah. And Steph S. Ice Cash. Now here's Leslie, Jammy Leslie, <laughs> Maddie L. Leslie, um, um, Leslie L. Samples, <laughs> whatever, Baby Leslie Stacks. I like, oh, that, I like that one. one. <laughs> Leslie G. Swag. That That's a good, good one too. too. Scrappy Jammy Leslie G. <laughs> um, and now we'll do Ms. Hassler's. Shady Triple M. Mary Love. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. M.H. Flavor, and then Mary, M, M small a space, capital R, small y. Mary, a.k.a. Okay. Naughty Jewel. Oh, Naughty that's Jewel. another good one. Like <laughs> what else You'll have to send her? those to me. Oh, I, I will. Okay. Uh, Mary H. Trouble Slingshot. <laughs> that's perfect. Yes. <laughs> she would uh, love that one. Uh, Juicy M.H., a.k.a. Magic Kid. 
that's a good one for her too with her Disney love. Mm -hmm. And um, we, I put in Rebecca, um, who is a producer here at the show, and she came up as Mistress Killer Becky R. That's and a good Dirty one. RP Boom. Oh. Um, and Libby came up as Hot Rhythm L, A.K. Tasty Swag. <laughs> and I came up as Bobby Doom Tickle. And I still don't know why. The, Bobby M. Sour Piles. That's a good you one. Know, I like that one. Sour uh, Piles. You know, like uh, Bobby B. You know, diverticulitis. <laughs> uh, fistula Bob or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh my um, gosh. Okay. And I put our county executive up, and he came out as Funk Barry B. <laughs> That's a good one for Barry. <laughs> and on that. All right, guys, that's all the time we have for the Hartford Edge. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next week.